step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Log Talk Radio. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye! Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother yes my friends welcome to the big brother after show i am your host sam as always coming to you live on a thursday night after eviction because that's the best time to do it Everybody's caught up. All these spoilers throughout the week. Somebody knows this from a live feed, and somebody knows this from Morty's. Now we all know everything there is to know. Although Polly got a pretty good edit from production, but you know, here we are, all caught up. Everybody's on the same page, and so we're here to talk about the week going on in Big Brother. What's been going on? I want to thank you for joining me. The show keeps growing. It keeps growing. Thank you guys so much. I can't, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank Morty's enough, of course. Morty's, uh, Morty'sTV.com and ta- uh, TVFanForums.net, place to go to get all your spoilers, to talk to other fans, see what they think about things going on, to post your opinions, and to hear other opinions and kind of have a civil discussion. But it's a great place to get a lot of your uh, rumors and spoilers that are going on for the week. I hadn't watched those long, drawn-out feeds a lot of times I'm really weird about watching those feeds. I feel like, you know, I just got too much going on, two kids. I'm just very busy. I do watch them at time to time, especially if there's going to be like an HOH or something. Uh, but for the most part, I rely on you guys. I rely on a lot of websites that kind of break it down for me, and Morty's is the one I go to. So please, 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 please go visit them. They've been so kind uh, to partner up with us and kind of be just in a, in a nice, you know, kind of relationship and I can't thank them enough. They advertise for us. They put together a lot of chat for us. So I, I really can't thank them for enough and, and can't tell them how much I appreciate what the year's been like uh, working with them. As a matter of fact, before we get into anything, I'll tell you guys a funny story. My, uh, my mom is a huge Big Brother fan. And uh, I didn't tell her. I've been doing this show for years, and then recently Morty's kind of, we kind of started talking and 
got hooked up with Morty's, and uh, Morty's was kind enough to say, look, if you mention us and, you know, and you tell people the truth, which is that you go on our site and read things, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll advertise you a little bit here and there. A great guy I worked with uh, through that. Was, I think he's their media guy. Um, but it was a great relationship, great talk, and everything like that. So anyway, I go on. I, like I said, I've been doing this for years. Uh, and then this season, you know, with the Morty's thing, it felt kind of kind of special. And <laughs> so what are we in? You know, I'm not even going to try to guess how many weeks we're in now. We're in a couple of weeks now. I don't, I'm not that close of a person that keeps up with every tab of the day. But so I get this this text message from my mom, who's a huge Big Brother fan, huge Dr. Will fan. I mean, she was the one that brought it to me, and, and I've been hooked ever since. I mean, she's a huge reality TV fan. She's very hip, very cool reality TV fan. And uh, so I get this text message, and it's an advertisement for Morty's. And she's like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, it's me. And she was so excited. And, you know, sometimes you just don't tell your parents things, you know, because there's no need for them to tell. Sometimes I don't say the nicest things on here. You know, sometimes we don't agree on things, too, uh, on Big Brother. And so uh, so she was very proud of me. And that was a really nice moment because it's not very often my parents have been that proud. Uh, I think I think probably my kids. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> I didn't have a lot to do with that but just show up. Uh, so it was nice to have have a moment where she was kind of proud of me. So people definitely look at Morty's. My mom reads Morty's. Hey, if that's not an endorsement, what is? My mom loves Morty's. I love Morty's. Go on there, guys. I'm telling you, they've been nothing but great to me, and I uh, appreciate their, their friendship throughout this year, and hopefully we'll do it again. Uh, now, you know what this show's about. I don't have to go into great detail. This is where we talk about Big Brother, the week, kind of talk about what what happened in the past, what happened in the present, which is pretty much today's eviction, and then we talk about what we think is going to future strategy-wise, and then we do our power rankings, which is getting really slim pickings. I mean, you get to the point where either you like people or you, you really dislike people. A lot of you guys hate people uh, that are on this show, and I honestly, I can tell you I really don't blame you. Um, that's not a personal shot at anybody that's playing. It's just, you know, when you're in a game, it's sometimes you just have a cast of people that are kind of difficult to watch. Um, but... Listen, you want to call in, you want to be a part of it, you just got to let me talk for a little bit, and then I'll go to you. 713-955-0749 is the live line. Uh, you may have to sit on hold for a minute, but I promise you I will see you. If you call in, I will call out your area code. Please know your area code. I've done this in the past, and people don't know what their area code is. You'd be very shocked. Um, but know your area code. When I call it out, know that it's going to be you, because it's doubtful that you're going to have that many people from the same place calling. And we've been low on callers this season, so if you hear it, it's you. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Twitter. Everybody, please join me, uh, BB After Show, uh, at BB After Show. Um, I want to big, give a big shout-out to some of the people that have been tweeting with us lately. Um, JP, BB Junkie Chat, Char Hoy, Mad Dog, always Mad Dog showing up here and there, uh, Maya Reality. Uh, BB-18 After Dark with the brown face. I know you guys throw those things in there to make yourself stand out from the other shows. Uh, Sandy Conklin uh, responding to a uh, to a Twitter message or a Twitter poll we had. Uh, Brad Dillon. Uh, Lester Williams saying something about uh, how Polly's been playing his game, and I kind of kind of agree with him. Joanna, Joanne Spry. Listen, 
I appreciate all you guys. Listen, I know every you know. I know it's it's hard to take time out of your day and throw a tweet. When you do it, it means so much to us. And we're putting the show together, and you guys are engaged and talking. Uh, and a lot of those tweets that we had gotten this week, are yeah, throughout the week, pretty much came from a couple of poll questions that were asked. And the last one, which I find interesting now that we know that Polly's been evicted, uh, was you know. If Polly is a good returnee, is he a good potential returnee? I think he is. Uh, you're going to hate it because I know people are baking cakes with, with Polly's face on it and cutting into it and getting much joy out of it. Uh, people are celebrating in the streets now that Polly's gone. Everybody's doing fireworks. I hear fireworks up the street from my uh, studio here. So everybody's celebrating. It's like the 4th of July or, you know, Mardi Gras. And God bless those people in New Orleans that are going through that or whatever you pray to. But, you know, it's like Mardi Gras and New Orleans, you know, everybody's partying right now because Polly's gone. But 70% of you, we didn't have that many votes yet. The vote's still going on, so please go vote. 70% of you said no, he's not a good returnee. 30% of you said yes. I'm surprised at the 30% because I thought everybody wanted to cut this guy's head off. Um, but I think Polly is a, is a perfect returnee. I really do. I think he's a, I think. I think if he learns something, uh, and I think if he comes back in the right frame of mind uh, and maybe plays a little bit different social game, I've told you guys, I think Polly's mistake is winning when he didn't need to win. Uh, you know, I think it got to his head. I think he's, he's a very controlling person. Um, and I think that, in all honesty, I think, I think Polly's one of those guys that just has a real hard time losing. I think he's a sore loser. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, too, because it's been a really, really rough week for Polly. But in my opinion, I think Polly is somebody who's going to set up perfectly for a return play. I, you know, look, you guys love Cody. I'm sure some of y'all love Cody. I felt like Cody did diddly squat in the house. No offense to him if he's a listener. You know, I just feel like Cody didn't do a whole lot in his season. I don't think Cody was a real player. I think Derek did a lot of the work, and Cody just kind of rode around and scratched on Christina's back and her hands and her and her arms and did that whole thing. But I don't think that Cody was really much involved. A good show, social game, but, you know, uh, not the competition beast that his brother is. And maybe that's why Cody ended up in second and Polly has not. Um, but I think that Polly uh, is a better, obviously, comp player than his brother. His brother might be a better strategist because of where his brother ended up, but I think Pauly is somebody who will fight to stay. Cody, I'm not so sure. We didn't see him in that position. Um, but maybe Cody is somebody who has a hard time losing too. Listen, people that are in sports, I know he played uh, soccer in Rutgers. I know that he's a guy that's a competitive fella. The one thing that we got to take away from this I know a lot of you guys won't agree with, but when you're young and you're competitive and you're used to winning and you're used to playing at a, a sports at a higher level, um, it is really tough to take losses. It is tough to know that the end is near. You always think that you have a chance. You always think you have a shot. It really, really got to Polly this season. Uh, I think if Polly has another chance to return, I think he might learn a little bit, especially if he's with other returnees. I think Polly might be a little smarter the second time around. Let's be honest, the first couple of weeks, Polly had it going. A lot of you guys loved Polly. A lot of you guys were big Polly fans at the beginning of this. You know, it really became a problem when he when he hit adversity, and when really it became a problem when Polly took over too much, and when he got controlling, and when he got too egotistical, especially with Z. I think that I think that hurt a lot of people. 
I think that bothered a lot of people, his behavior. Um, but, again, I tell you guys, you know, sometimes what you see in the house is not what you see outside the house. A guy like Will doesn't operate that way. He's a very successful doctor. He can't lie, cheat, and steal with his clients. You know, eventually he's going to get caught. Of course, I think Boogie might <laughs> might actually be the exception to that rule. But, you know, we see a lot of people. I mean, evil may be that way, too. You know, I, you know, I don't know him. But we've seen his tweets, and the, certainly his tweets have been very popular this week with Polly's dad. Um, but sometimes these guys, they're in, they're enclosed, they've got cameras watching them, and they behave in a way that normally they keep to themselves, or they walk away and you don't see it. We saw all of Polly's. So I would be interested to see Polly learning for something and coming back. But, man, seven out of ten of you guys want them gone. Seven people out of ten want them gone. That's crazy. Uh, but I understand it. Let's talk a little bit about what happened to lead. Come with me, will you? Come with me. We're going to go to what led up to this whole thing happening. We knew it was going to be a potential blow-up disaster this week. And honestly, i got to be, I got to be realistic with you guys. I felt like this week was extremely boring. I don't even know how long this show is going to go. It's probably going to depend on you guys calling. Uh, we may run through this thing quick because it really wasn't a very exciting week. Uh, HOH, Victor, of course, uh, he nominates Polly and Corey. I, you know what? Give them credit where credit's due. A lot of people, a lot of people, it ended up working out, but a lot of people were nervous about Victor putting Polly up on the block, you know, straight up face to face instead of backdooring him. I think backdooring is a coward's way out, and I get that that, and, I, and it's not even technically backdooring, okay? And I, and I understand that, but most people think it is. So speaking the context of people believing that backdooring is putting somebody up after a nomination has been brought down. I think I think it takes a lot of guts to put somebody up. I would rather be put up than put up after I have no shot. Now, I get that that's the game and that's a strategic, but there's a respect level, too, where you're trying to win the game. But at the same time, I respect the fact that Victor went face-to-face, put Polly up, put Corey up, and said, if you're going to win it, win it. And they didn't. You know, Victor comes back on, out on top, wins the veto, you know, keeps his nominations the same. Victor's the big winner this week. But I respect him a ton for putting him up. We've seen so many quote-unquote backdoors go on season in, season out, that it's become the norm of nominations. And, and i got to be honest with you guys. I find that extremely boring. I like to have somebody up on the blocks got a chance to fight. I am somebody because I am a person who reports on the, on the show and somebody who does a show based on it. Entertainment is my value. That's, that's what I value more. Do I have favorites in the game? Of course. Do I have people I dislike in the game? Of course. But entertainment value means a lot to me because when I come and we talk about it, I want you mad about something or I want you happy about something. I know a lot of you are excited about Polly, but I want you to be excited about the potential of what's going on. And I want you guys to see in the future and say, hey, I think this is going to be a good season. What we end up getting sometimes with these back, quote-unquote backdoors is that we get a very boring situation where the person that we know is going to go up is going to go up, they're not going to have a fighting chance, and it's going to make for a really boring eviction. It's going to be, that's, why these, that's why these votes so many times are uh, unanimous, and, and everybody's complaining about unanimous votes. In truth, the unanimous vote really comes from a lot of this backdooring where people already know that this person is going to go up if they don't win POV, and it rarely happens anymore that the person going up wins it. Uh, and then there's a plan to take somebody down and put that other person up. And so the House has already been on board by that time. They've accepted the fate. The person who's getting put up has accepted the fate. 
and it makes for very boring situations. So for Victor, I actually appreciate the fact, and I applaud the fact that Victor was able to put Polly and Corey, two very good competitors, up on the block face-to-face and say, you know, if you don't want to be here, get yourself off. I, I, I mean, if we're honest, that's more than Polly gave him. Polly put him up after he took somebody down. So, in a sense, this is a situation where uh, I think Victor played a, a high road, and I think he gets a little bit of respect for that. And he put up two really good competitors. I mean, Corey, eh, I get it. But he's one of the last guys in the house, and it seemed like when he needed to win HOH and POV, he did it. So, in a sense, I do think Corey can turn it on when he needs to. Uh and then we see after, you know, he's not going to use the this Before that, this care package falls. Now, folks, I know some of you all voted for Nicole, and I know you guys are Nicole fans. I know it's just going to be hard to shake it. I know some of you are James fans, and no matter how much I plead with you that this has been an awful season for him, watch him win. But I know a lot of you are fans because you just like him, and that's fine. You know what? I'm not here to judge. But I sure hope that Nicole was somebody that was in the second spot by a large, a large margin of somebody. Maybe Bridget went home. I don't pay attention to where the numbers are before the show, so I don't really know. Somebody told me Bridget had an incredible number of votes, and because she was sent home, Nicole was like second, and it was like not even close. <sighs> but Nicole getting this is ridiculous. Now, she was safe already. I told you guys. Be careful who you vote for, and I'm not trying to parent you here, but I'm telling you, be careful who you vote for in these things. These care packages can be a curse. These care packages can be of no use to somebody who's not in danger. This week, Nicole really wasn't in danger. Anybody who voted for her this week, maybe you thought she would be, but it's just one of those things where you've got to be very careful about wasting these things because, you know, although James used his and it did help, help to uh, – to settle some scores, Nicole being safe this week did nothing. I mean, it really wasn't much to it. So this next one that you guys are going to vote for, and I stay out of the voting because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be biased. I stay out of the voting part of it. But when you guys vote, just make sure you're voting for the right person. Make sure, Think it out. Are you going to do more damage to this person's game by giving them a power that's going to make them have to use it and get somebody upset at them? Is it a power that is going to be needed by this person? Think about those things before you vote. That's all I ask because, you know, sometimes these care packages, I mean, Natalie getting one, it's just like, okay, you know, Nicole gets one, Nicole's not in danger. Just think about where you're sending these. I think the next one's going to be a co-HOH, if I'm correct. Um, So just be careful about where you send that because this one will be a pretty important HOH. Uh, Victor's uh, nomination speech, again, was very intense. Um, He seems to bring it. When he does that, I think Victor needs to think a little bit more about jury. Um, Corey remains to be Corey. There's nothing else to say about that. He lays low. He's not campaigning. You know, he's pretty much just playing to Nicole and doing his thing. But he couldn't do a whole lot because the big story of the week is Polly and the way Polly has handled the adversity this week, which is very disappointing. Um, I've said it, uh, and, and I really do mean it, and I know a lot of you guys roll your eyes. I think I think Polly is a competitor. I think he's raised to play sports at a, a, a higher level. Uh, Rutgers is a decent soccer soccer program there. I know he trains some soccer athletes, and I'm sure he's played all of his life. Uh, and I'm not a soccer fan, but in competitive sports, 
it's hard to lose. And when you go into something with an advantage, and he had one with Derek and Cody telling him things and probably other people that knew Derek and Cody who played the game who probably gave him advice uh, through, you know, their meet and greets and whatnot. Um, you know, Polly had a huge advantage there. And, you know, to play at an advantage and to lose and to know that there's nothing you can do to stop it is a hard thing to accept. Do I think that Polly was really going to quit? I do not. Uh, I'm sure that they're under some kind of contractual obligation where if they lock off and they quit, they're not getting the money. A lot of people say he's rich. I'm not sure where that's coming from. I think his family has money, but that doesn't mean he has it. Uh, And I don't know, some DJs make good money. A lot of them, you know, make okay money. But I don't think it's something where you turn, you know, your head at five figures and walk away, Uh, especially if he were to somehow, and I know he won't now, but get America's favorite player. So it's a situation where, I think Polly was using that, and I do think that he was being honest with Julie when he said he was using it to see if he could get some sympathy. I do think that was the case. Uh, but he did say some really, you know, harmful, hurtful things that really got himself in a bad situation. I mean, talking about having sex with Z, um, you know, and, and refusing to kiss her and, you know, things like that just got really, really nasty. Um, but let's think about the things that happened to Polly that kind of got set because Polly's an interesting study. I mean, Polly is a guy that ran the house, uh, was winning comps, was doing well. Everybody was following his lead. Had to get a drink there. Everybody's following his lead. Everybody's in with him. And he's able to kind of maneuver people. I mean, Frank thought he was really close to Polly when he wasn't. Uh, so Polly was doing a lot of things right. Day thought the same. Um, and, you know, Polly got her. Um, but there's a problem with winning too much. There is an aspect of this game that is very, very strong on social skills. Um, we've seen that with Derek. Derek did not have to win a, 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 a HOH, didn't even have to win a POV, uh, and he ends up in the final spot. Derek is the type of person that uh, played without having to have a competition thing going. Will, one of the the greatest player, uh, didn't ever really have to win POVs or HOHs. In fact, found them to be a curse, um, HOHs anyway. Um, and we've seen Danielle Reyes, another one of my favorite players, who was not somebody who needed to win HOHs or POVs um, in her season. So it's not necessary. A lot of times we think it's necessary. And there's a difference between floating and just being a good social player. Uh, to me, a floater is somebody who doesn't really have a good social game has no competition skills, and will just basically do what everybody's asking them to do. There is no real strategy. There is no getting in on the secrets. You know, June mastered the the flutter strategy back uh, in season five. No, season four. In season four, she mastered that strategy, credit to her. But one thing that she did do was make sure that she heard all all the information coming in. She was somebody that was kind of always hearing what was going on and processing it, laying low, and taking that information and using it for herself. That's the difference between her being a floater that's a strategic floater and a floater that's just clueless in the game, has no idea what's going on. Spencer being a good example, where they just can't get out of that hub of being a pawn every week. They're not going to really win anything, and if they they do by chance have a miracle where they win something, they're not going to make a big move. They're not people that are going to change the vote. They're not people that are going to go campaign. They're just people that are there. 
Victoria. Uh, you know, Z being a great example. Now, I haven't a clue of what she's doing. Those are people that are just there. Those are floating. They're just floating around. They're just there. Um, they stay out of the way and hope that nobody notices they're there. Eventually people do. Um, but, you know, there's a social game to this, and that is manipulation, changing the votes, popping ideas in people's head, making it think that it's their idea. Dan was very good at that as well. And, and kind of manipulating a situation every week, they're kind of in the mix, always just throwing something in there, planting seeds, trying to manipulate things to go they want they want to, being a puppet master, of where, as we've heard before. So those are the things that a great social gamer does. They get in there, they start asking questions about everybody else, they start wanting to talk to people, they're always in the know, there's somebody that people trust, begin to tell them things even though maybe they know they shouldn't. That's a strategic social player, and that is something that maybe Cody had that Polly just didn't have. And I think when you win too much, and when you're beginning to make the nominations and you're beginning to control all the HOHs and you begin to have people that are asking you what to do and they're listening to what you want to do, naturally you fall into the trap of thinking that you're in complete control. And that's what happened to Polly. There were some competitions Polly really, really didn't need to win. And he put a major, major target on his back winning those competitions. And then when it came down to him being trapped, the people that he trusted and the people that he manipulated began to kind of make that turn on him, Michelle being the first one. You know, of course, Bridget caught on to it as well. Paul, Victor, because I think Victor was on board going against Polly anyway. And those things start, the, 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 the wrench begins to turn and things change. What I find interesting is as everybody's bashing Polly, let us not forget you know, Michelle was one of the meanest people in that house, and Michelle was right there with Polly doing some really hateful things to people. And now it's like she's the victim, and Polly is this great play on Michelle's part. But let's not forget Paul, James, you know, Nicole, Corey, Paul. They were all in that thing. Michelle, they were all in that thing doing the exact same things Polly was doing and feeding into it. And now because they might find out that they're next on the block or whatever, then it's they're the victims of manipulation. Eh, credit on their part, but I really don't buy that. You have to give Polly a lot of credit if you're going to say that he manipulated that many people. So Polly just became too controlling, talked too much, and people begin to catch on that Polly's controlling the house way too much. And it's something that others have been trying to tell everybody in the house, but they just never really quite got it out of their mouth. Um, I don't think that he was going to self-evict, as I said before. I think he was looking for sympathy. There was a lot of crying. You know, look, I think him and Corey had a good relationship. I think they found their friendship in there. And although it kind of seems silly at times um, and maybe strange, you know, it's 2016. Guys can act that way, and, you know, it's not a big deal. So I think they had a friendship, and I think he was sincerely – tore up that Corey was sitting next to him. I don't think that Polly acts the same way if Nicole's sitting there. Uh, I don't think he acts the same way if, for some reason, Paul's sitting next to him. I think it's just one of those things where I think him and Corey were going to go to the end. And it was tough and a bitter pill to swallow. Uh, and, you know, but, hey, like somebody said he took the POV away from Corey. That's a very true fact. He did take the POV from Corey knowing that he wasn't going to get it. 
He should have left well enough alone to let Corey have it. I think it would have been nice knowing that Victor was going to take it from Corey anyway. And he wouldn't have to bake pies. So there you go. Um, what were some of the – somebody had sent me some links to some of the things that Corey had done – or Polly had done, I'm sorry. Uh, just run over the list real quick of a couple of things that, that Polly did that kind of got him this week. Uh, he talked about Z and him having sex a bunch of times. Uh, he also said he didn't use protection. And then he bragged that he refused to kiss her. Um, repeatedly tried to guilt house guests to tell them that his aunt had cancer. And a lot of people had that. And in fact, uh, one of the um, one of my tweets, and I don't have it pulled up, was a gentleman who was saying that it that was completely below the belt, that uh, I think he's dealing with somebody who has cancer, and it kind of offended him that Polly was using that as an excuse to, you know, get some sympathy. And And it is a low blow. I mean... Look, you can say a lot of things in the house, and you can get away with it. Uh, but sometimes you got to think about what people watching are going to think about that. It holds a little bit of credibility when you're lying, uh, or if he's not lying, but if you're using it as a reason not to be voted out or to leave the game. Using cancer is going to hit a lot of people in the heart. Probably a bad a bad idea. Um Let's see, repeatedly promised to save Corey, but then stole the POV. That's something we just talked about. Uh, Polly tried to avoid eviction by, stay, by saying he's claustrophobic. He said he was claustrophobic and he would never be able to stay in the jury house. Not sure what that strategy was going to get him, but I, it's a pretty big house. And uh, there's no need to be claustrophobic. They don't put him in a closet or a underground prison. He's going to be fine. Uh, but, you know, and, and as we saw tonight, he quit. He, was refusing to put on the Zingbot costume. A lot of people said production thought he, they thought production let him get away with it, and he didn't have to really do it with a lot of, of punishments. Uh, I think he refused to go to the di- uh, diary room a couple of times. I uh, threatened to hit people. Um, you know, he went off on a lot of house guests. It just was a really bad, bad week for Polly on a character level, uh, and they did edit him to look a lot better. I think they kind of cleaned him up a bit in the house, and a lot of people are upset about that, and that's understandable, but, you know, production's going to do that, probably save some face value, uh, and like people say, this is why you watch the feeds, because you see the truth. The house guests know what happens, and they vote, so no matter how we feel, uh, the house guests do know what's going on, and sometimes they don't make the best decisions, but they're aware of everything. Uh and, you know, Polly got attacked this week. Everybody jumped on Polly. And like I said, the people that were jumping on Polly were the same people that were doing the things Polly was doing earlier in the game. Um, so that was kind of ironic. Michelle's doing some really good stuff right now, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, let's talk a little bit about Victor and Paul, because I'm excited that these final two guys are in this game. I've Listen, my love and hate for Paul has been deep, okay? I picked Paul originally, and I told you guys, if you go back to the first episode, I told you. And on my Twitter, it's there. Paul was the guy that I picked to win because I really liked his interview. I thought he had a really good social skill um, set. Uh, and I thought I thought he would probably be a very, very good social player. Then that first part of the, se- the, first part of the season came on, and I saw this guy being controlling, telling people what to do, being a smart-ass to everybody. And I thought, okay, what did I do? 
You know, this is what I get for not listening to every interview, and I'm admitting to it. I didn't listen to all the interviews. I listened to a many. But his was the one that stuck out, and I thought, okay. Truth of the matter is that Paul had a really hard time at the beginning of this game. And he was a target. And he was put up, and he was in this position of, of kind of being somebody who was singled out uh, with his group with Jose and, and, and uh, Victor. Um, and yet, as we keep talking, every week we see Paul do the right thing. He's always doing the right move, no matter what it is. And this is a guy who didn't really understand POV at the beginning of the season. This is a guy who really didn't understand this game. He didn't understand campaigning. But if there's one thing I would give Paul is that Paul is very quick at catching on this game and doing the right things, even when he acts like a moron. I mean, he wins that HOH a couple weeks ago, walks around in his robe, kind of acts like a prima donna, you know, and it kind of turns a lot of people off and they're kind of fed up with him. The way that he behaved for Frank with Frank when Frank was campaigning, it's a turnoff. I mean, it was kind of, he was really a big jerk about it. People should be allowed to campaign, and really, I think Frank probably should have shoved him through a wall, to be honest with you. But, you know, then all of a sudden we see this turn come back around on Paul again. And I think that Paul is somebody who is learning the game as he goes, and he's doing such a great job of really learning the game as he comes along. He's maturing as a player. I think he's maturing as an individual. He's fun to watch. That Secret Service thing was hilarious. Uh, he's very likable, and he's in control of Victor. And Paul is in playing a very, very good game. Now, on the other end, Paul and Victor is probably the best final two. On the other end, Victor uh, is playing a very good social game. He's playing a very good uh, competition game, obviously. But these two, I don't think, can go to the end together. And I think Paul's going to realize it before Victor does. Victor is somebody who kind of just is loyal uh, to whatever's going on. I mean, I know Polly, but I, I, he didn't eventually, he didn't initially want to put Polly up until Paul talked him into it. So I think Victor is somebody who is loyal to the to a fault, and I think that their prior relationship being rekindled again as Victor has reentered the house and laid low, and Paul said, "Look, I'm going to take care of you. Just be cool." I think this situation begins to kind of create a, a problem because I don't know that, and somebody said on Twitter, and I disagree wholeheartedly, Paul's, Victor's the only person Paul can take. I don't believe that at all. I think Paul can take Natalie and win. I think Paul can take Nicole and win. I think Paul can take probably Corey and win. I think Paul does well against almost everybody in that house, maybe even James. If you disagree, when you call, tell me uh, or tweet me on it. Uh, but I, I don't know that about Victor. I think some people are going to look at Victor and say, you got a second chance. You came back in the middle of a lot of, a lot of turmoil in the house. You laid low. Then you won comps when the house was small enough and there was not, you know, the competition was lower. You wheezed your way back in. I don't know that you really deserve the money over Paul. I think Paul wins against anybody. However, on the same note, that can be reversed. Victor being thrown out, of, being evicted in the house, should have come back, fought his way back in, fights his way through two HOHs in a short period of time, makes some very pretty big nominations in that time, uh, starts ticking away at the bigger alliances. He's the first person to really do it. And 
at the end of the day, they could look at Victor and say, you know what, you're a deserving person to win this over Paul because Paul's just weaseled his way through, you know, whoever's in power. There's a case for both of them, and I think Paul's going to be the one that's going to realize it before Victor. And it's going to be really interesting to see this final two sticks. If I'm Paul, I don't want to go to the end with Victor. And I think Victor is somebody that will take Paul, but at the end of the day, Victor's the guy who's going to win that final HOH more than likely looking at who's left, okay? James maybe if he wakes up. Maybe Corey, but I don't know that those guys are going to be there at the end of the day. And Victor's somebody who can win that final HOH and make that decision. Does Paul want that in his does Paul want that decision in Victor's hands? This is something that's very, 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 very important between these two. And we're going to see if this breaks up. But I think if you're Paul, you've got to make a move soon. Not right now, but you've got to start plotting it. You may need to make another final two with somebody. And if Corey goes home, it may have to be Nicole, unfortunately, for some of us who are not huge Nicole fans this season. But you're going to take somebody that you've got a dead, dead set way of winning against. I know some people say, I don't believe in that. I think you take the best person. I'm not so sure that's the case. I would rather have a guaranteed 500000 than a possible shot at fifty. So give me the for sure win. I think Paul is smart enough to see that too. But these two guys are really playing lights out. But this week, here's the deal. As we talk about future strategy right now, talked about everything that happened currently. We know who got voted out. But we're in a situation right now where Polly has gone home. Corey and Nicole are probably going to be the next victims to go up on the block. They're the next obvious victim. What happens when Corey goes home? Because I don't think Nicole's a threat. Yes, she's snaky. Yes, she's done some snaky things. And some of you guys want to give her credit for that, and, and, I, and I appreciate that. I mean, she's playing sneakier than she did last time. Give her credit where credit's due. But on the other end of it, once Corey goes home, who do you think the biggest targets are going to be? It's going to be Victor and Paul. So these guys are going to, have to be really smart about how they handle themselves from here on out. And my advice to them is to get a three-way going with Michelle for a final three deal and hope that Nicole's willing to do a final four and hope that all of you stick to it and you control the votes and you get rid of Natalie and James. Um, which leads me to what's going on with those two. With Natalie and James, with Natalie and James, we've got a certain situation here. I think now James has woke up. James is ready to play the game. Hi, James. Welcome to Big Brother. I get his point of staying in the middle, but you cannot stay in the middle when you win a care package. I'm not looking at you guys, but I'm looking at you. When you win a care package and you have to divide the house, you've got to decide that you've chosen. And your right-hand person is Natalie. Now, listen, I know the Natalie hype train was moving last week. I know everybody was on board. I know you guys were pulling the chain for the horn. You were throwing coal into the machine. You are building up steam, and, man, you're ready for Natalie to take over this game. The only problem is is that Natalie's not a very good player. I get that she plays dumb according to her, 
But in my opinion, I don't think Natalie's got the strength to carry this through. If she's carried to the end, it's strictly for strategic reasons to guarantee a win to whoever takes her. But James is going to be relying on Natalie. There are times that James cannot win these HOHs, and Natalie's looking at him saying, well, you better not throw it. You be-, and watch me eat my shoe now because she'll win next week or this week. But from what I see, I don't see Natalie being somebody who wins a competition. And at the end of the day, relying on James to win those HOHs when James is somebody who really – to me, is not 100% involved in this game, is more concerned about having you as a girlfriend, is a bad combo for these two, okay? I don't see this going well for, for – and I'm going to tell you, if I'm in that house, I'm looking at James and Natalie saying, James has to go. If James gets pulled out, Natalie's going to lose her mind. She's going to cry herself to sleep every night, and we're going to own her. We're going to own her to the final four and I'll own her to the final two. I'll take her with me. I don't care if she gets 50 grand. could care less. I want six figures for me to get that. I'm going to have to take somebody like that and drag them down to it. So I think that you have to get rid of James, take out Natalie's support system, and let her pretty much fall apart, drag her to the final two, kicking and screaming like she doesn't know what's going on, put her in that second seat and take the, take the check home. The problem is is that if they take out Natalie before James, James is going to get refocused on this game, and he's going to play harder, and he's going to find a way to work with other people that are singles in the house. Because here's the situation with Michelle. Michelle is in the sweetest spot possible, okay? She's in the sweet spot. Why is Michelle in the sweet spot? Power couples. Paul and Victor, power couple. Power partners, however you want to say it. Nicole and Corey, showmans. Natalie and James, showmans. Who's going to put Michelle up with three groups, three two-person groups that are in that house now? A, everybody's going to want to break up the other showmans. Everybody's going to want to break up Victor and Paul. Um, and Michelle's really just there. And I think Michelle has an excellent opportunity to last another two weeks. I mean, she has to win the power of veto because that's the only way she can secure that she's not going to be somebody going up. But she's in a great position, and how she got saved last week is still beyond me. But the fact of the matter is is that she is there. And because she's there, she's in a great position to fly through this game until she gets into a Final Four situation. Victor and, Victor and Paul are going to be licking their, shots, their chops over Corey and Nicole. James and Natalie are going to be licking their chops over Paul and Victor. We're already seeing them starting to talk about that. Nobody has talked about putting Michelle up. Now, when you get into a singles, when you get into the Final Four, and maybe like somebody from every group or something, you know, might be Paul and Corey and... Michelle, then you got a little bit of something that's maybe a problem there. But for now, for these next two weeks, Michelle's in a really good position unless a POV is used to save someone and she's next to go up. She's really got to fight for that POV. But I love the position that Michelle is in right now. Uh, I think that she's doing a great job. And listen, she's on top. She is really on top, and she's got a great opportunity to hit fit in, to fit into a Final Four here. Listen, folks, i got to do a commercial. They made me do it. We've been having a lot of fun. 
I got to take a commercial. It's probably going to be a shorter show. I'm sure you guys will be excited about that. But it really wasn't an eventful week. We don't have an HOH winner, so we can't really project what's going to happen. But I can probably run over everything that we think that we're going to see. Let's go to commercial. When we come back, we're going to talk about possible HOH scenarios and who we think will go up. You guys want to call? You've got a few minutes to do it, 713-955-0749. We'll go through my power rankings and then win the night. Hey, folks, stay tuned. It's the Big Brother After Show with Sam. If you get in an accident, your car or truck got hit. If you get in an accident, your car or truck got hit. Just do it, do it, do it, do it. Call us now. Don't be lame. Call us now for one one pain. Right now. Don't be lame. One eight hundred for one one pain. My neck, my back, my car just got smacked. My neck, my back. My windshield just got cracked. Call from home, hospital, or accident scene. Remember, after 911, call 411. 1-800-411-PAIN. 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 My neck, my back, my car just got smacked. My neck, my back, my windshield just got cracked. 1-800-411-PAIN is a lawyer referral service and non-attorney spokesperson. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but understand nothing was done for me, so I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, never mind, never mind. Shutting shit down in the mall, and telling that girl she the one for me, and I ain't need a plan in the car. I want this shit forever, mine, never mind, never mind. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. In your city, faded off the ground. Nino, she insists she got more class. We know, swimming in the money, come and find me. Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I ball. Chemo, drop the mixtape, that shit sounded like an album. Who'd have thought a countrywide tour be the outcome? Labels want my name beside an ex like Malcolm. Everybody got a deal, I did it without one. Yeah, nigga, I'm about my business. Yeah, hey, thanks guys for hanging in there. That's a commercial for 411 Pain. That is a real company, I swear to you. 411pain.com. Give them a call, 1-800-411-PAIN. They were founded in 1995 to assist those who have been injured in a car accident. They will represent you. I cannot attest to their credibility. I can only tell you they've got a funny commercial that I have been sent to run for you. And so that's where we are. My 316 caller is on the phone. Before we go do that, my favorite, 316. I love her to death. You do too. Don't even play. Just want to tell you guys, I thought it was funny that, I, you know, I was thinking while I was watching the show, they were showing the jury house, there was a part of me that really thought, you know what, Polly doesn't want to go. It probably wanted to leave because he didn't want to go to the jury house and face Z and Day together. <laughs> and I think there's probably a lot of truth to that. I don't know that I want to want to face Z and Day either. I mean, Woo, man. And you know what? Seeing the interview today with Z, I mean, still clueless, still doesn't have a clue what's going on. Uh, you know, she can say everything she wants to say, but somebody to walk in the house and watch that and have to be told, look, you got played, 
don't know. I just, you know, to me, it's just, it's just <laughs> a little bit sad, is what it is. It's actually pretty sad. Um, as we talk about, uh, just quickly, of course, Paul didn't. Paul didn't have the uh, return ticket. Celebrations around all over the world. Firecrackers going off. Uh, and guess what we learned? The conspiracy theories are not true. Although I do think that sometimes production does rick it a certain way for our entertainment, whether you like it or not. I think it is for our entertainment. I think they need to have ratings. But this time we see the round-trip ticket goes to Paul. What a great guy to use it on. I was happy to see it was him and not somebody like Natalie. That would have driven me nuts, to be honest with you. Um, but Paul has a return ticket. It's not going to be used. doesn't matter. But... It was good to see. Also, it was good to see uh, Brendan and uh, Brendan and Rachel. I know some people hate them. Rachel's one of those people, and you know what? She she's tweeted with me before, and she's been so nice, a, a really cool person to to tweet back and forth with. And I always appreciate you know when she does that. But you know, look, listen, and I don't think she would be upset to hear this. There's some people in the. I, I'm a firm believer that there are people that when you watch the show. You love to hate. And maybe Polly was one of those people this season. And I know Vanessa was like that last season, and Frankie was like that the season before. But there's an element of having somebody that you dislike, and, and not as a person. We, none, none of us really dislike him as a person, just in the game. You know, some people cry too much. I've complained about Michelle boohooing like a toddler. Um, and that's annoying, and so you kind of get annoyed with it. But there's a certain aspect of cheering against somebody you don't like that means just as much to you as cheering for somebody you do like. And so we got to remember that sometimes we're watching these seasons. Sometimes people are there, and they're going to drive you nuts, but that's part of the fun of it is seeing somebody in the house that you dislike and you cheer against. Look at all the celebration going on on Twitter right now that Polly's gone. Would you celebrate it like that if Polly had never been in the house? No. If it had been a boring season, you wouldn't be celebrating and you wouldn't be excited to see him go home and you wouldn't be making – I saw somebody make a cake with his face on it, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. But you wouldn't be – it's a big event. I mean, somebody that you dislike goes home. It's part of the game. It's a lot of fun. I don't know. Let's talk about 316. 316 always calls in. One of my favorites, your favorites. People message me all the time. She's great. 316, welcome to the show. What did you think about tonight's episode? I know you are excited. Hello, mate. <laughs> All I can say is I like the UK so much better than the US version of Big Brother. That's all I have to say. Thank you. But, oh. I hear that. I hear that from people. People love. Now, I'll tell you what. I tried to watch the UK version. I know a lot of people like celebrity. I tried to watch the UK version. And I found well, it's the celebrity the- one, Sam. Not, not the UK. I mean, it's the celebrity okay, UK okay. that I'm watching. Okay, now I heard the celebrity is fantastic this year, but yes. I tried to watch UK and I got they had a girl that was the host, Davina, who I thought was fantastic. I actually fell in love with her. I thought she was awesome. But you know they would send the craziest people they could find. It's not like the U.S. where it's like, okay, this person's a nerd, this person's the jock, this person's you know homosexual. It's like let's just find the craziest, nuttiest people and throw 17 of them in a house and see what happens. And people really do enjoy that. I had a hard time because. I don't like a popularity vote, but you know, some people do like that. But I'm sure that you're happy to see what the House voted tonight because you are not a poly, guy, poly gal, that's for sure. 
but see, Sam, I knew something was going to happen. You know, I knew that if he didn't come back, that they're going to get a chance. So it was kind of like watching with like, a, okay, great, he still has a chance to come back in. Let me ask so you this. I really can't celebrate think, because it's not you, over yet. Do you think they would have done a jury buyback if the round-trip ticket had been used tonight? No. I don't either. I think it's because the ticket Absolutely didn't get used. Absolutely not. Yeah, I think it's only because the ticket didn't get used tonight. Right. Because so many people were sure. They were so, so sure that Polly was that he had the round trip ticket and he was coming back in. And I kind of was waiting for that to happen too. I was too. I thought for but sure I, he had it. <laughs> yeah. But I can't celebrate because then we have to and then oh, this is it this just sucks. And and I'm sorry if Polly comes back in the house, Sam, I'm gonna be so pissed. Well, you know what? The problem is, is that look at who he's going against. Brenda's right. got the bum knee and the bum ankle. Z's never won anything, and Day's never won anything on the game in two seasons. Apollo's a shoe-in. I mean, I can't think of anything that he's going to really lose, and he's so determined to come back. The guy's an athlete. He's competitive. He doesn't deserve to, though. The way he acted, <laughs> Sam, sir, and, I, and I heard you saying a lot of the other fans were saying this, too. He does not yeah. deserve to come back. And, I mean, he wasn't even he – sh- I mean, he, should, he was talking about evicting and whatever, and he wasn't listening to them. He's supposed to bake those pies, and he's saying, screw them. That's, that's BS. He well, acted like a t- he acted like a total jerk, and I and the only thing I disagreed with you when because I, I was listening to everything you were saying, and I agreed with you on everything except for what you said about Polly. I really believe he is like that. You think he I is was like that shocked? Yes. Have you think about this, Sam? Because I think you've been watching from season one. Can you yeah. name another guy that cried and acted like? Such a entitled brat when they were on the block like this. Think about it. Women go out more like a man than he did. But think about it. Have you ever seen a man cry like that and make up those horrible stories? But do you think think at all that he was being honest about it being strategy to get sympathy, or do you think he was just being a baby? He was being a damn baby. Oh, it's obvious. He was being a baby. They shed him alone in the room doing this, too, when he'd be by himself with a lip quivering. He acted like a total wussy, and let's change that W to the P word. I I won't say it, but (laughs) that's what he acted like. It's true. He cried like a little bitch, and he made fun of the women for crying. He made fun of Michelle for crying, and, and then look at him. And it was kind of like watching him. It's like, you know what? It figures. It's so well, a lot figured. of people said it was karma. A lot of people said it was karma with Polly. But to cry like that, and Victor said it perfectly. You know, man, you know, at least I'm giving you a chance to fight for this. I was, right. I was blindsided. I had to go out. Did you see him out? And he said, did I do this to you? Victor said that to him. Yeah. Did I act like this to you? Did I yeah. act and like that? Exactly right. No. Victor's exactly right. Absolutely. And that and and uh, Sam, that is the man that deserves to win Big Brother. I know you're a big Paul fan, but I will be heartbroken, Sam, if Victor doesn't win this 
because he deserves, after everything that happened to this man, coming back in the game and winning like he has, he deserves to win Big Brother. That is you, the winner. Who do you think deserves to sit next to him? Paul. Paul? I do, yeah. too. I think Victor I, – I, and I'll be honest with you. I am, I am 100%. If you had told me a month ago, do you like anybody to win, I really would have told you probably nobody. I right. honestly me too. feel like it's Victor and Paul are the two that I would honestly cheer for. And be completely happy with either one of them winning. I'm completely yeah. happy with Paul or Victor winning. I really want, but I want to see Victor win something. Yeah. But he, I think Victor, but truly, may, Victor may get uh, America's favorite outcast. He may get a, a favorite player. He's very possible for that, to, for that. Well, if he doesn't make it to the final two, he deserves that. Yeah. Because truthfully, yeah. he deserves – they always say this on Big Brother. You want to pick who deserves to win the game. And who deserves to win this game? Victor. Well, you know what was funny is that I remember when they were doing the uh, the comeback where it was Victor versus Jose versus Glenn versus – I think it was Tiffany. Right. And everybody wanted, everybody wanted Tiffany back. Everybody's like, Tiffany, Tiffany, Tiffany. And when she didn't win, it was kind of like, oh, Victor, great. Nothing's going right. to happen now. And for, exactly. for, a little while there, for a little while there, Victor played it right. He really laid low. And now mm-hmm. everybody's saying, man, you know, I'm cheering for Victor. I want Victor win. So it's weird how in, this, in the moment we don't really realize what's best. And then when it happens, you're like, okay, I'm glad he's back. And he's been great since he's come back. He's, he's really changed a lot of the show around for me because I'm, I'm, I really am cheering Dave down for Victor. Absolutely. And he's I mean, really proven that he's the winner of this season. If he doesn't win, be, I think I think it'll be a tragedy if he doesn't win this. But I think that I mean I'll tell you what, if I I would lay a hundred dollars in Vegas on Paulie being back, I don't see how he's not gonna win this buyback in the jury. Unless they make it a, a an intelligence competition because it's really not fair. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the only guy there with these girls. If they We're make it maybe know. an intelligence type of a deal, I'm really you know, who, because you didn't say who you did. You say you wanted Polly to come back, Sam, because I'm really hoping Bridget comes back. Uh, did you say who you I wanted mean, to come back? You know, honestly, for I, I, I don't think Day deserves it. I no. don't think Z deserves it. I think oh, it comes God, down no. Bridget and I think it comes down between Bridget and Polly. I don't know what Bridget can do other than come in the house and join with Michelle. That's the only thing I see happening. But the problem is, is if Polly comes back, Polly, you know, in my opinion, on an entertainment level only, Polly coming back is entertainment. The only no, problem it's is not. You, really? Because it's well, not entertainment re- to me. He aggravated the house. <laughs> I mean, it was horrible. It was terrible TV watching it. It wasn't funny. Last I night was I, one of the best nights because of Paul. Paul made it yeah. funny on After Dark with you know with with um the whole thing with um Secret Service. The the um, what's it called that the bald eagle bald one. Oh yeah 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 yes. that was hilarious. That was terrific. Yeah yeah I did see that. That, yeah, that was, was entertaining that was at least you know at least he made it fun because the night before yeah. it's been putrid. With Polly yeah. crying and Nicole, and, and, and I'm, I've been watching now and taping it 
so I can fast forward because I don't even want to watch Nicole and Corey anymore. I can't stand it. What do you hear with the two of them? It's so disgusting. Corey, are you mad? You know what? I'm not gonna lie. Oh, it's, I feel just, it's like it's ridiculous. And even and I, I love Natalie and James together. I love when they talk to America. When they talk to America and tell them how they're feeling, I love that. But I don't want to hear America. James is trying to kiss me. I hate that. that I'm, I'm pretty sucks. fed up with Natalie and James. I'm over the Natalie, James, Corey, and Nicole thing. It's it's uh, yeah, like, that whole crap is done as far as I'm concerned with you. I hate it. It's it sucks. Don't it's you like think watching though, high school brats. I don't want to see that. Don't you think though that Michelle's in a really good spot? Because oh yeah, I, and she's doing like good now. I mean, I'm I'm liking her now. I hated her. I'm enjoying her I now. Too. <laughs> I did too. I couldn't I stand too. her, Sam. Oh, but but believe me, yeah, she did fabulous, and she at least put Polly in his place. I loved it. I loved what she did. More power to know, her. Eventually, you know, I think this next week, uh, you know, the, the the way that I see things being talked about, I see Victor and Paul really saying Corey and Nicole are next on the list. They need to be broken up. That's probably going to yep. happen unless. Unless Natalie and James win an HOH, the, the, I've heard them discussing that they would put up Victor and Paul because they feel like they're the strongest too. Michelle is sitting right here in the middle, and like I said earlier, I think all Michelle has to be concerned about is winning POVs to make sure that she can lock down nominations so that she's not a replacement. Because right. these couples are going to go after each other. Now, the interesting part of this that changes it all is that if Bridget comes back, I think she has to work with Michelle. Michelle has to work with Bridget. They have to become a, a final two group because they're not going to get a final two anywhere else. They're not going to get it with Victor and Paul. They're not going to get it with Corey and Nicole. And they're not going to get it with Natalie and James. So I, I almost feel like the best scenario for the returning player is Bridget because mm-hmm. Bridget and Michelle will then work together, and you've got four teams of two and it's going gonna, it's gonna to possibly get extremely interesting at this point because there's going to be two people that are going to be committed to each other and not a whole group of people committed to each other. It's going to be really interesting if Bridget returns. Absolutely. I mean, I, that's the only scenario that I see uh, of being. Polly, if he returns, although it would be entertaining uh, for me and not for you, but yeah. if Polly returns, we're setting back a week again. We're back in the same situation. And honestly, there's no way that I think Polly and Corey last again. They may get through a week if they win HOHs, but at some point it's going to catch up with him. He's going to be turned right back around and sent back out, I think, this late in the game. And it's the house so is going boring. To agree on it. I mean, it's just yeah. awful to have to go through the whole – that's why I wish they wouldn't even bring people back. Just let, just let it go. Let the game go. Well, you you know, have to, if you have to end the show a week early – End it a week early. I don't care. Well, there's a lot of people, and I'm one of them. I feel like the show goes on too long. I think it's too many yep. people. I mm-hmm. think it's too long. I remember when the seasons were 13 people and then the summer was a lot shorter, and the game started earlier. People right. didn't wait so long to get the jury. Jury came up pretty quickly, and people were playing the game hard. But I feel like right now we've just got too many people, and this returning player thing was a twist that they started that they just won't let go of, and it's not. it's expected. This whole game is expect the unexpected, and all they do is do the same things that people expect to happen. You know double evictions coming at the same time every year. You know that they're going to be bringing somebody back. 
and it's possible the jury's going to be brought back. So it's not surprising anymore for people in the game. And that's why I'm surprised, that, and, and Victor deserves a lot of credit, why I'm surprised Victor did last as long as he did, because he was an easy person to put up and send back out of the house, and everybody would have justified voting for him again to go home. But again, I don't think he would have made jury in that situation, but if he had, he would be able to return again. It's a little bit nauseating at some point. You know, it's just it's just too it's much. too monotonous, definitely. Who do you think is going to be getting? Because I I was shocked, just like you. I was so shocked that Nicole ended up getting America's favorite. Oh my with, gosh! With a, and I'll tell you something, you know, and I and I agree with because most people were saying that she probably got it second because they wanted Bridget first, whatever. I would have hoped Michelle would have so. received it. But the, I'm glad that at least it didn't mean anything. It was just the fact of her thinking America loves her, which it just she's killed me have, because she's not loved. <laughs> she's going to have a rude awakening. I think once she, you know, we're social media people are very vicious, and I think once oh, she yeah, gets terribly home, vicious. she's going to find out. And at times, unfair. And I think it's, I think when she gets home, she's going to find out very quickly that people did not like her game. I think people are just over Nicole. I think a lot of people had faith that Nicole might come back and with a vengeance and play. And she has played differently, but at the same time, it's just not been a very strategic, fun, normal play of the game. It's been a very sneaky, snaky, called-out game that people just don't really appreciate at the end of the day. I think Nicole is going to have a rude awakening when she gets home. And I think that she only got that because of Bridget's. My understanding was the votes for Bridget were far beyond reach compared to Nicole. It was like a couple of hundred votes out. When Bridget left, Nicole was just second place. To my surprise, I don't have any idea how Nicole got that. I thought it would have gone to somebody like Paul or Victor or somebody like that. Michelle, I thought Michelle was going to get it. I do think that Michelle's going to get this co-HOH. I think Michelle's going to get the care package this week. i just got a weird feeling. I think, Her I think Victor. I want Victor at least first because I want him to be safe. I don't know that she, that Victor will get only because he was just HOH. I think a lot of people won't have that kind of sympathy for him. But I think Michelle will get it, and I think Michelle will get the votes, and I think she's going to get the care package, and she's going to be the co-HOH, which will help her in the case that she's, you know, maybe Corey or somehow a miracle Nicole wins an HOH. It's really going to help her. But, again, I almost think that she's so safe this week that it's a waste a little bit to give it to her until maybe next week because this week I don't see Michelle being in danger. No, but Victor could be. That's why I'm hoping Victor gets it because I'm really wanting Victor safe. Yeah, that's a good point because Victor is a definite target if Corey wins it. Uh, Right. But i got to be honest. I think Corey and James are in the worst positions because they've got Nicole and Natalie as their teammates. Right. They're going to have to carry their own team, and it's going to eventually catch up with them. That's where Victor and Paul really get strong. Those two guys both at some time are going to be competing for HOH. They won't this week because it will be Paul. But they can stay good and survive this week. They might do okay. They kind of need Nicole and, and Corey to win the HOH. Although I think Corey and Nicole may go after Victor, but it's, it's going to be a real messy thing. And how we didn't get to see HOH tonight, so we really don't know how this is going to turn out. Right. But it's going to it's going to it's going to be a really crazy next couple of weeks. But the returning, I hope, is Bridget, like you said. It's 
going to give us a lot of hope for her to team up with Michelle. But is that Michelle going to be tomorrow, Sam? Will that be tomorrow, be tomorrow when we're playing? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we should know something tomorrow on the feeds. Somebody should slip up and tell us. I think Friday will be the day. Care package will come tomorrow, so right. you'll know who gets that. So we'll be good yeah. there. Hopefully, like mm-hmm. we said, it's going to be Michelle or Victor. I agree with you. I think Victor probably Michelle's safe for those who are going to vote. I, I agree I agree with you. I think Victor's the person you need to probably vote for because it's going to keep him safe another week. I think Paul would be okay this week. But mm-hmm. it's going to be really interesting. It comes down to me being Paul, Corey, or James winning the HOH this week. Hopefully Michelle knows to not touch it and stay away from it. She doesn't need it right now. She's okay. Right. But let's hope she doesn't mess with it. But I agree with you. I'm hoping that she also teams up with Victor and Paul. I like that idea. I think that's real good. I think it's a good final three. Mm -hmm. Whoever loses in this nomination, if if Corey and Nicole go up and Nicole ends up staying or James and Natalie stay up and and Natalie ends up staying, they need for sure that final four up. And just whoever returns goes back out, unfortunately, and they, they lock up their final four. But I'm telling you, like I said earlier, Victor and Paul have a real issue in the final two because I think, although, you know, we both said we like Victor, I think Paul has an argument for why he should be there. And I think Paul and Victor are dangerous for each other to be in a final two. Now, I would love it because it's been so long since we've seen a final two that nobody can tell who's going to win this thing. I mean, they're both Mm -hmm. equally – available to get it. They can make their arguments for themselves. The jury's not upset at either one of them. I think this is going to be a very bitter jury, too, by the way. So I think it's going to be a situation where they're both liked by the jury. Uh, they both have covered their tracks really well, and they both are deserving of the win. And yeah. I'd like to see a Victor and Paul final two. However, I think Paul is just sneaky enough to realize Victor could beat me in the final two. I was just going to say that this is my fear, that he's going to screw Victor, because Victor won't screw him. Victor will be loyal to Paul, but Paul could definitely, and and this is what I, the one thing with Victor, he needs to keep his mouth shut because he brags too much. And I can see when he's talking to Paul and he's bragging about all he does, you can see Paul just sitting there and the wheels, you can just see the wheels going in Paul's head. Okay. Well, we saw saw that it was no issue for Paul to cut Paulie. We saw that there was no issue and Paul realized Paulie's not taking me to the end. And right. I don't know that I can beat Polly at the end. That's when he said PP's got to break up, and he did it at the yeah. right moment, the exact right. right moment for him to do it. I I wonder if these two, and it's going to be Polly, is going to say I can't beat Victor. And Victor poses too much of a threat in that final two for me. I have to take Natalie. I have to take Nicole. Right. Or maybe even Michelle or Bridget. I have to take one of the lesser. Players no, he would take he would take like mind. either Natalie. I think he I think he would take Natalie over Nicole because I I don't sure. I, I see them really disliking Nicole. I've heard I, conversations I so. and I and I hear a lot of dislike for her. There is a lot of dislike for her, but that's even more of a reason why she's a great person to have drag drag her kicking and screaming to the final. But she'd two get with more you. votes, they would think too. She might get more votes also than Natalie. She could, because Natalie's pissed off a lot of people. Natalie definitely has, and you know Natalie. And she hasn't done not, anything at all, so they might feel. And neither's Nicole, really. But well, Nicole's going to get Corey in the think, boat. 
Nicole's going to get Corey. She's going to get Polly. And she'll get Polly's vote, too. Yeah, she'll get Polly's vote, too. So maybe you're right. Natalie is the smartest person to take into this thing. If they wanted to take a girl, I think the small, the smartest thing would be to take Natalie. But I don't want to see – I really don't want to see that. I don't either. I don't either. Now, I take Natalie 100%. If I'm in this game, yeah. Natalie, I'm looking at her and I'm saying, I'm taking you. That's what I'm and saying. They'll take th- her. They'll take, that's who they would take. If they would take for, a girl, for it would our be entertainment, her. For our entertainment, the best final two that we could ever imagine out of this season is going to be Paul and Victor. Exactly. Because we're not going to know who's going to win at the end of the day. On and it'd point. be so cool. Right. That would make it so good. And it would make the finale a lot better. People would tune in. The problem with a lot of finales is, even though I agree with the strategy, if you're a player, to take a weaker person with you, it was a lot like in 14 when Dan and Ian were at the end. Oh, and you really thought, so you know, what? so on the right track, the same track of mine. Yes. It was, it was the same thing. You really, didn't know who the heck was going to win. <laughs> the argument could have been made for Dan. The argument could have been made for Ian. It could have been made either way for either one of them to be exactly. in that final seat. And so at the finale night, it was really thrilling. And we just haven't seen that yeah. in a while. I mean, Liz being a final, right. uh, final two and, you know, gosh, I can't remember who was in final two before. Oh, Cody, who was giving it to Derek. Derek, you deserve it. You know, take it from me. You know, we just <laughs> saw some final twos that were really awful. <laughs> and Terrible. so it would be. It would be really great to see a final two that you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. So I'm really hoping that's Victor and Paul. That's my that's my hope because I think it's a it's a really it's a really fun, interesting, and a finale that really anybody can argue the point for either one of them and be valid. Either right. one of those guys has, a, has an has an argument that they should win. Both played really good social games. Both were competitive. You know, Paul making his 180 turnaround in the house where he's in. He worked under Polly, and all of a sudden he's in an alliance that nobody wanted him to be in, and all of a sudden he's trusted to turn in his mm-hmm. back on Polly, to, to find in the secret room, to get in to run the round-trip ticket. Paul has done everything right for some of the dumbest moves he's made. He's he done sure something has. right. Yep. And so Paul can make a complete argument, and Victor has, a, has absolute arguments to make for him to be in that final seat. So I hope it's the two of them. Strategically, it's bad for either one of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the part. I hope and Paul I, doesn't screw him because that's my biggest fear. I don't want to see Paul screw Victor. I that would say just this. suck. I think out of all the people Paul has worked with, quote unquote, I think his loyalty is to Victor. I think it's always been to Victor. I think he was excited to see Victor return. But let's not forget that Paul played really dumb on the POV when he could have saved Victor. If you remember that, Victor was trying to explain to him, well, you don't understand how the POV works, and Paul's like, no, he's playing completely stupid because Polly's already told him, I will take you down and put Victor up. And Polly let Victor walk right into that, and Victor got voted out. So Paul has already kind of betrayed Victor already once. Yeah. I would not be surprised if Paul's going to do it again. And you know what? If Paul does it, Paul deserves to win. Sometimes that final big move is the best move for you, and that gives you all the credit in the world. And but wouldn't Paul it be funny that, if he takes a girl and he screws over Victor and so many people and they have a bitter jury and they end up giving it to Natalie? I'm that, telling you. Could end this, up, that would be the biggest kick in the butt. And, and, and I'll tell you is, something. James might, because I know James does not want Paul to win, because James figured no, out Paul's rich. Yeah. And James yeah. figured this out already because he even asked him one night. He's like, "Are you wealthy, Paul?" 
and Paul kind of like you know willed his way away from that. But you know he already has that in his mind. Paul's wealthy, and I'm sure he must have told. I don't I don't have the 24 hour feeds, but I'm sure he must have planted a seed in other people's ears about this too. So I, I wouldn't so. be surprised. I think so, and you know what? I think I think this jury, I think you nailed the head the the, the nail right on the head. This is going to be a bitter jury. You've yes. got Day in it. Z is going to mm-hmm. be upset. Uh, Bridget's going to be feel like she's been a little betrayed by people. If Victor gets turned on by Paul, he's going to feel betrayed. Corey's, uh, you know, going to feel betrayed by Victor or Paul. It's going to right. be a very bitter jury, especially if those final two are those guys. It's going to be bitter, and it's going to be a jury you're not sure where they're going to vote. And several of the girls want a girl to win. Yes. So that yeah. could also, and if it's if it's Nicole, I don't think so. I think it's if he would take Nicole at the end, I don't think he'd have any worry at all. But I think if he takes Natalie, that could screw him over. I think he'd be smart if he stayed with Victor. I, I you know, I think so, and I hope so because it's going to be great entertainment for us as we're watching it. Absolutely. All right. Well, listen, I got to run. I appreciate it so much. You're my, you're my oh, favorite. I appreciate Thank you so much you for calling me up. Good talking you're to you, Sam. Have a great here. night. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, listen, folks, it's that easy. She calls every week. She gets on, and I give her the floor. You could do it too, 713-955-0749. But now I have to go to the power rankings, and then, I wanted, you know, there's another poll question I had for you guys. Um do you guys have any idea what is going on with this Brick Brother All Access? And if you know, tweet me. But I put up a poll. Uh, but now, <laughs> it's funny how this poll turned out, because earlier today it wasn't this way. But yeah, the poll question was, by now, what is your feeling on the Big Brother All Access this fall? The options were normal season, it's just going to be online. It's going to be a vet season, meaning make it an all-star or a theme season, good versus evil, something like that. Or, I don't know, but it doesn't add up. You know what, 40% of you said it's going to be a normal season just online, 13% of you said you think it's going to be a vet season, and 47% of you said, I don't know what the hell's going on, but something doesn't add up. And I'm going to be honest with you, add another percentage there for me, because I agree 100%. I don't know what the hell All Access is going to be about. We thought it was going to be 19. It's not. It's a game within itself. All we can hope is that we're going to get a versatile group of people, a uh, versatile group of people that we're going to get a, a, a range in age, um, and we're going to get people that are, you know, maybe gamers that, you know, have a lot of strategy they want to play. I'm sure we're going to have attractive people. They're going to do that. That's part of the game. They're probably going to put some recruits. But it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to do this. Guys, I'm telling you, the, from the time this was announced, unless they've got a backlog of people they would like to call to have that on, uh, to have on the show, it's going to be interesting how they're even going to play this right now because I don't know how they're going to have the time to get the people to get on the show. I don't know how they're going to have the time to redo the house the way they need to do it. I don't know how they're going to do any of this. So it's going to be extremely interesting. So unless they've gone to another studio, they may have another studio, but my understanding was that all access is being pushed because they basically have an empty studio that they have this house built in 
that they leave vacant for most of the year. And so the idea was, well, what if we put more episodes out there? What if we do an online uh, season? And we may see a spring season maybe that's also going to be all access, which would be a lot of fun. I would honestly play the all access version. I don't want to be on TV, but I would probably play the all access version. But, um, you know, the shorter version and whatnot, they're competing against football. I don't know what they're going to try to really accomplish out of this. A lot of people love football, and it's going to be really weird. On that note with what we're going to do for the fall all-access season, I don't know. There is some discussion on what the idea will be here. There was talk that we would do it because we thought that they would do it as they would, you know, normal episodes that they do now, like Thursday's eviction and, you know, Sunday is this, Wednesday is that, and we would just do a Thursday show. Hopefully eviction stays on that, that, on that day. But we don't really know because it looks like what's going to happen is that this thing's just going to be watch it whenever you want to watch it type of thing. You're going to be able to look in on them. I don't know if they're going to do an edited version on Sundays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. I kind of hope that's the case because then on Thursday night evictions we can do what we're doing tonight. However, if it's not the case, we may have to reevaluate how we're going to do all access, if we're going to do it at all. So I'll keep you guys posted, but that is the discussion now. But the main point being, we don't know what's going to happen in this thing. We don't know what their plan is. And obviously the majority of us, majority of us feel the exact same way. Uh, listen, let's talk about power rankings, and I'm going to let you guys get out of here. Uh, my power rankings, probably not going to be real surprising with you guys, but my top number one is victory, returns to the game. Laid low, it's just like me and 316 we're talking about. This guy comes in, becomes a real favorite, ends up winning HOHs when he needs to, does some pretty big nominations. Uh, not afraid to put Polly and Corey up um, without backdooring them, just puts them up straight up face-to-face. Um, Paul and him have a final two. Um, I think it's dangerous for him to take Paul. I think it's Paul's danger to take Victor. But Victor is the guy who is in a very good position right now. He's made some good moves. He's put himself in to a point of finishing out this game. Now he's got to finish it, but he's in a really good position if he can keep it up. My second spot for uh, top is Michelle. Like I told you guys, I love the position Michelle's in. I'm not a huge fan of Michelle's game, but I love the position she's in. Listen, uh, the worst thing that might happen to her is somebody coming back that's going to want to work with her. Uh, she may have to hope that, you know, maybe Day comes back and they put her up immediately and send her back out of the house uh, the following week. But Michelle needs to work solo. Right now there's three couples in the house, you know, between Paul and Victor and uh, James and Natalie and Nicole and Corey. Let them fight it out. They're already talking about putting each other up on the block and nobody said a thing about Michelle. I'm telling you guys – I think it's a bad week to send her a care package. I could be wrong. It's your boat. You do what you want with it. But think about it. I don't think Michelle's in trouble, and I don't know that a co-HOH is going to help her any. I think it may put a target on her back. So maybe the best thing for Michelle is to continue to lay low, let these couples battle it out. Natalie and James are talking about going going after Victor and and Paul. Smart move on their part. Uh, and Corey and Nicole are talking about going after Natalie and James because of James turning on Natalie. But the truth of the matter might be Victor and Paul might be in some serious trouble regardless because both have a reason to put them, put them up. Uh, James and Natalie want to get them out of the way, and Corey has a little vengeance. So I have a feeling that Paul and Victor are in very much trouble, but Michelle is 
still sitting very sweet this week. And I think she's got about two weeks. So if you guys can wait on her care package, I think it would be a smart decision. Uh, maybe want to give it to Victor. I don't know. Like we were talking about, give Paul a chance to win HOH. Maybe Victor becomes co-HOH. You keep him safe for another week if that's what you want. I do think it's the best final two. I just want to put that in your head. Uh, Paul is my third position. Like I keep telling you guys, for all the dumb things he's done that's driven me crazy, he's made the best moves, the right time. The guy's timing is impeccable. It's perfect. Uh, whenever he needs to make a move, he does it. And this week was no different. Talking to Victor, getting him to put up Polly and Corey, smart move on Paul's part. Get Polly out of the way, a competition beast, a, comp- a real competitor. Uh, and kind of flip the house. Paul has a lot to do with that this week by having Victor put Polly on the block and let Polly kind of self explode. Uh, so Paul gets my third spot. Uh, and honestly, I don't have anybody in the middle. We're getting to the point where the game's kind of getting slowed down. There's not enough people to really put in this thing. But of course, in my bottom, we knew Polly was going to be there. Polly, all he had to do was stop winning and stop talking. Polly couldn't do it. I do suspect that Polly is the winner of the return. I just have a gut feeling. I think we all know that this is probably going to be the probability with who is going to be against him. Day, I doubt, has a shot. We've seen we've seen it happen, though. Day, I doubt. Z, we know that she doesn't even know what's going on. Bridget has a shot, but she's gimped. Uh, Polly is going to come in there and probably dominate. We will know who production wants by the fact of what – kind of competition they do. If it's a trivia memory thing, it's probably going to be to, to Bridget's benefit. If it's, uh, you know, something physical, it's going to definitely be to Polly's benefit. If it's physical, you already know right then and there, Polly's the one they want back, and he's probably going to get it. Um, so don't count him out. He might be back next week. It's great for drama. A lot of you guys may lose your minds if it happens, though. Uh, also on the bottom, I put James. The reason why I put James is because I think James has slept through the season, and although he's waking up now and he's starting to play the game, here's James's problem. His partner's Natalie. I don't see Natalie doing a whole lot to help James out. Now, like I said, I might insert my foot in my mouth this week, but I don't see Natalie helping James out a lot. She's putting a lot of pressure on James to win it and not throw it. And then she's going to put pressure on James to have to make decisions that James doesn't want to make. Now, I know it's that, part of the, it's that time of the game where you have to do it. You know that. But for some reason, James still wants to keep his hands relatively clean. It's too late to try to start doing that, but James's mentality is still in that mode because he's been in that mode all season long. So James really takes a bottom spot for me because I think he's in a dangerous spot working with Natalie, trusting what she's telling him, and thinking that those two can go to the final two is very, very sketchy in my opinion. James needs to really reevaluate who he's teamed up with. He needs to try to – I know they've got a final four deal with – you know, Victor and Pauly, or Paul, but Victor and Paul are going to run right through that too. those two. It's going to be really difficult to, to kind of hold on to that because Natalie's not going to provide a whole lot. Uh, and my final last spot is, uh, is Nicole. I think Corey's done a really good job at keeping his mouth shut. He's kind of let the nominations roll off his back. He's shown that he can win, and I think he's better without her, and I think he's going to start catching on to that pretty soon especially as numbers start to dwindle. Yes, she is a partner and a vote, but she's a better used vote in the jury than she is in the House. I think Corey needs to make a move to get rid of Nicole. Not too soon, but I think he needs to start realizing that cutting that loss is not going to be a big deal. And 
I really feel like Nicole is somebody that people will take to a final two. It's good for her, but it's bad for him. But I still think Nicole, this whole snake thing that's been sold on her over and over again is going to stick eventually, and people are going to want to get rid of her. I think Nicole goes home before Corey. I just have a feeling people are going to have a bad taste in their mouths. We already know Natalie doesn't like Nicole, so that could be a really bad scenario for her. Uh, listen, folks, that's my power rankings. That's the show. I appreciate it so much. My 316, you're, you're the best. I love it. I love you guys. Listen, the world is a hard place. It's hard to, it's hard to function sometimes. But, no, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for listening and tuning in. And if anybody in this world loves you, it's, 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 your, it's your family, your friends, and your old host over here at Big Brother After Show Sam. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I owe you a ton. Listen, next Thursday we'll be back. Well, no, H-O-H, keep on tweeting me. Keep saying things to me. I'm going to bring you up on the show. I'm going to mention you. I'm going to thank you for it. So please do it. And I'll always friend you back. Uh, I will always follow you. I keep saying friend because I'm so used to Facebook. I will always follow you back. I'll retweet you. I will like what you say. I won't leave you sitting out there by yourself. promise you I'll be interactive. Thanks for voting the polls, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Thursday. This is the Big Brother After Show with Sam. Thanks so much. Have a great night, and be good to each other. Flurries, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes! <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. Rip it open, and it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. unscrupulous and unexpected it's time for another summer of big brother Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.